TikTok takes up a lot of my time because they're, they're short little videos and you really don't notice time flying by when you're watching them. Hello, I'm Delaney Rustin. I'm a physician and filmmaker, and this is the Screenagers podcast, where we explore the complexities of growing up in the digital age and find ways to promote healthy screen time. For almost a decade, I've been researching solutions for families, including my own, because this is not easy. My films, Screenagers and Screenagers Next Chapter, show my struggles parenting around screen time issues, video games, social media, mental health challenges, and so much more. And I'm still on this journey with you and all the kids and teens in our lives. Today, we look at the app TikTok. Many young people these days are telling me that they're spending a ton of time on the app. Clearly, it's super engaging. What are the upsides and what are the downsides? Today, I'm joined by two teenagers as we explore these questions and more. And we talk about how to take back some time from TikTok for those who feel like they're spending too much time on it. Today, I start by asking Manisha, a sophomore in high school, how much time she spends per day on the app. And then Marie, who is a senior in high school. Maybe on TikTok, like two hours, one hour. Yeah, I would say similarly to Manisha, like recently, especially this week, I've spent like one to two hours a day on TikTok, which is terrible. I don't really have anything to do right now. I asked Manisha to explain the app a little bit. So pretty much TikTok is a platform for sounds where you pretty much put, you can put any video to a sound and make a TikTok. I actually get a lot of recipes from TikTok, which is interesting. There are two feeds on TikTok. So there's a For You page and a f- and your following page. On your For You page, you, you mostly get um, trending TikToks that are like pretty much customized. Not customized, but selected for you. They, they kind of have an algorithm. I'm not really sure how that works. It's kind of scary actually, but um, that shows you videos that you're you're prone to like and then on your following page it's only videos of people you're following most people just for me at least i just scroll through the my for you page typically so what are some of the upsides of tiktok I think the allure of tiktok is that it's kind of people just like us anybody can make a tiktok and it's just like a way for us to like connect with other people our age Um, And I think it's just kind of just entertaining and the way that they're all short. And another aspect of TikTok is the trends and just just the idea of jumping on the trends and and being part of a larger movement. I think that appeals to a lot of people. What's some examples of trends? So so there are dances. The most popular TikTok dance is probably Renegade. Some creator made this dance and a lot of people just post videos of them doing the dance and making their own interpretation of it. Maria tells me about another upside of TikTok. I think it really inspires creativity. The ones that I've been watching have been just people um, either like not not time lapses, but kind of showing short clips of them painting at the start and then short clips like maybe like an hour later. And at the end, you see the final painting. So it's just kind of like a time lapse, but shorter and to music that you like. Yeah, for me, I I often see videos of people, of photographers making behind the scenes videos or inspiration videos for photo shoots. Sometimes I use those and I actually go out and try those. 
You guys, how much of the TikToks that you watch, what percentage are by somebody you know? It's extremely little. Like I see maybe one out of like, if I'm watching TikTok for like half an hour, maybe I'll see one by somebody I know, like in that half hour, like one. Most of the time, it's just completely by strangers. What are some of the downsides related to TikTok? I've seen some TikToks show hate towards specific people. I would say most of the hate I see is in the comments of videos. Um, Sometimes, like, even half the comments will be hateful towards the person who made it. Um, And it's even kind of turned into, like, kind of a trend to, like, leave hateful comments. Like, people put, like, these fairy emojis, and then they, like, leave hateful comments. And it's kind of like like a meme, like, kind of like a joke that people just keep doing that. But I think even if it is a joke, it still hurts the people who make it. Negative comments can be so ubiquitous on social media in general. A lot of creators that I watch start to turn off their comments for some videos because they've just been receiving so much of it. Another issue I wanted to learn about was how often are they seeing really risque videos on TikTok? TikTok usually takes it down pretty fast if there's something like that. But I think that, but even sometimes like the dances can be kind of risque. And then um, one example that I saw recently, just the other day, is this girl on TikTok, her nude pictures got leaked, and a lot of her followers started making her picture their profile photo, which was really awful for her. Just first the fact that her pictures got leaked, but also that people people made fun of her and, and made the problem worse. People shouldn't do that. This story is upsetting. While events like this aren't that common, it's really concerning when they do happen. And talking about these things is so important. The number one risk that teens often tell me about regarding TikTok relates to the sheer amount of time that it can consume from their days. I asked Maria about this. I used to watch a lot of YouTube. Um, and that would be maybe like a 10 minute video. And I'd be like, okay, like I finished this video, like it's been 10 minutes versus on TikTok, Like you really can't tell. You just keep scrolling through videos and like you kind of watch one, you watch the next one and you can't really get out of it. TikTok is really good at creating an algorithm of giving you what you want. So originally when I started using the app, it wasn't really always something I was interested in, but based on what you like, they start showing you more of what you like. And now it just really knows what I like and it's really hard to get out of it. And what are some examples of things that it knows you like? So for example, I really like um, videos of people doing art on TikTok. And I also like videos of like funny animals and stuff like that. And at first I was getting a lot of like TikTok dances and like kind of the more popular trends. um, And I didn't watch that as much. But now that it knows what I like, it keeps giving me that. And I just spend more and more time on it. And I've noticed my brother has said the same thing where originally he wasn't that into it. And then it just really found out what he liked in the algorithm. So yeah. And what's your fear about the amount that you're using it right now? I would say that I've been spending all this time on my phone watching people make art or like watching these funny animals when I could just be doing my own art or talking to my own friends. I could be doing other things that are healthier than and more productive than just sitting here on my phone. And yet it's, it's harder to stop than we would want it to. Absolutely. Manisha, what, how, what would you say to that? 
Have you tried to decrease it all? Well, yeah, I I have to an extent by setting screen time. Anisha is talking about the feature on Apple's iPhone called Screen Time that lets a person set for themselves how much time they want to be on a certain app. So when you reach your screen time, you'll get a notification that says you've reached your screen time. And But the thing is, you can ignore that. And oftentimes I find myself just ig- pressing the ignore button on screen time. And so I just ended up turning it off. So you guys were expressing TikTok was a little more than you wanted. Do you want to try um, to make a goal, one goal, a small goal, and figure out how to do it here? And then I'll check back with you in a week. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Um, For me, I really want to cut down on the time I'm spending on TikTok and kind of replace that with time spent doing my own creative work. So either painting or writing. So I think that's my goal. It's not super specific, but... I would no, like. No, well, we, that's my job as a doctor is to get yeah. specific because my the whole work I do as a primary care doctor is all about behavior change. So that's a f- wonderful starting point. And let me ask you this: What would your goal be? Maybe like half an hour to one hour as a starting goal, and then like slowly like keep moving that down. Okay, so thirty minutes to sixty minutes, and how much time are you doing artwork? I would say like I mean, maybe like every other day I would maybe do it for like a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of hard to set up. And I think I need to like get like my setup ready. And then I can just like get there and start painting versus my phone is always in my pocket and I can just easily pull it out. So yeah. Well, let's say what's a reasonable goal. What I always say with my patients is I want to make the easiest goal because I want you to have at the end of the week that dopamine hit of I I succeeded. So would that be 10 minutes every other day of your art? I mean, what's just something for sure, you know, you're going to do, but it's a little bit more than now. I think that once I have like the setup ready, I think 30 minutes a day would be a good goal. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Manisha, is there anything you would want to set a goal for? Well, I think one of the most important things is probably just isolating myself from technology. One thing that encourages me to use my phone and spend time on TikTok is just spending time in my room. And so maybe if I spend more time outside or spend more time with my family even, that might be better. Wonderful. Let's kind of, let's see if we can make it into an obtainable goal. So we have um, a phone charging station for our family. Originally, my dad had this idea that we would all put our phones there before we went to sleep so that we wouldn't be tempted to use our phones and no one really uses it. So I'm going to make the goal to, after dinner, put my phone there, let it charge overnight. I I think that that's especially important, especially since um, I've really noticed that technology has disrupted my sleep cycle, even with blue light filters that iPhones let you apply. I am unable to sleep, and sometimes it takes me like an hour or more to fall asleep. That's a great experiment you're going to do. And when, what are you going to do in place of it? That's the other thing as a physician I always want to do is, you know, do you have a book? Is there something fun that you're going to do in your room or just relaxing or stretching or what, what, I, what would you do? Um, well, I think that YouTubers and TikTokers make you feel like they're friends. So to me, online time and screen time is really 
in a way, a form of social contact and spending time with other people. So I think the most direct way I can replace that is just by spending more time with my family. I've really noticed how little time we spend together as a family during this quarantine. So I think maybe that that might mean bringing back family game night or even though it might seem cheesy, but it's a way we can reconnect. Great. One of the many tricks for changing behaviors is arranging things. So maybe arrange to have your favorite game that you're going to play with your family out or just, you know, (laughs) arrange in terms of talking to them about it. So you want to try to set up for success and accountability. You're doing that right now. You're you're telling all of us, uh, me and uh, Marie and whoever else hears this. So now it's been two weeks since I last spoke with Marie and Manisha, and I get to speak to them again about how their goals are going. Actually, like worked really well. I think I, I haven't spent more than like 15 minutes a day on TikTok. And I actually made like a lot of like little art pieces. Uh-huh. And did you arrange so that the art was more accessible to you? To- yeah, I like made a little painting space in like my dining room, which I don't know if my parents are like very happy with, but it's at least like a space that I can come to. So that definitely helps because setting up paint takes forever. Manisha, how about you? So actually that went really well since I've been putting my phone outside of my room every night, like two hours before I go to bed, which is pretty great. Um, and I've spent a lot, of, a lot more time with my family. And now what did you do instead in your room before going to bed? I read a few books. Did it help you at all knowing that you were going to check back in, that you were kind of being held accountable? Yeah, it, it definitely did help. Yeah. And do you think you're going to continue this habit through the summer and next year? Yeah, I hope to. I think that sometimes like people definitely fall back into bad habits. So, I mean, that definitely could happen to me, but I've been feeling a lot better physically and mentally doing this. So I'm going to try to keep it up. Okay. So they did a great job with their goals. If only it could be so easy for all of us. The truth is, it's not easy. In fact, I always say the hardest thing we do as humans is change behavior. Change behavior for the long term is really hard. But with the right skills and energy, it is possible. There's so much to talk about from today's show with youth in your life. We talked about some of the upsides and downsides of TikTok. And there are definitely others that we didn't explore. And there's the whole issue of how to keep time in check so that it isn't taking away from other things that one wants to be doing. And as parents, your kids may want your help in setting limits. Believe me, I talk to a lot of young people who say they do need help. Or it just might be that they say they don't want it, but frankly, they really do need help. For listening to the show. And at screenagersmovie.com, you can find more information and resources on what we covered today, as well as other episodes, and how you can see the Screenagers movies and sign up for my weekly blog. What topics do you want covered in this podcast? Email me at delaney at screenagersmovie.com. We would love your help to spread the news of this new show. And when you subscribe and rate it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, it truly helps people find it and tell your friends. 
Thanks so much to the team, Lisa Tab, my co-producer, and Chris Mann, our sound engineer. And a big thank you, of course, to Maria and Manisha. I want to thank both of you guys for this incredible opportunity to talk with both of you. It's just been so great. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Too. I'm your host, Delaney Rustin, also the producer and editor of the Screenagers podcast. And I really look forward to our time together on the next episode.